What's up, Pharmacy Nation? I'm Pharmacy Joe. Thank you for being a listener of the Elective Rotation, a critical care and hospital pharmacy podcast. This is episode 837. In this episode, I'll discuss parenteral medication considerations for the ketogenic diet. I have all the evidence supporting today's show linked up in the show notes at pharmacyjoe.com slash episode 837. A high-fat, low-carbohydrate diet may be prescribed to induce ketosis and help patients with epilepsy that's refractory to medical treatment. While dietary carbohydrate intake is tightly controlled in these patients, small amounts of carbohydrate from non-dietary sources, such as parenteral medications, can shift a patient out of ketosis, potentially precipitating a seizure. To help clinicians prevent this from happening, a group of authors published a review in American Journal of Health System Pharmacy of parenteral medication considerations for the ketogenic diet. While it's relatively straightforward to avoid 5% dextrose as a diluent for these patients, ingredients such as mannitol, propylene glycol, and glycerol are all carbohydrates that have the possibility of shifting a patient out of ketosis. There's no data that has quantified the exact amount of extra carbohydrates from medications that can precipitate seizures. Large enough amounts to shift a patient out of ketosis of mannitol, propylene glycol, and glycerol may be administered in the setting of a continuous infusion. The authors of the review published in AJHP provide a list of parenteral medications that are known to contain carbohydrates. For example, CNS parenteral medications that contain carbohydrates include acetaminophen, lorazepam and diazepam, atomidate, pento and phenobarbital, phenytoin, propofol, and vecuronium. Cardiac parenteral medications that contain carbohydrates include calcium gluconate, digoxin, esmolol, hydralazine, labetalol, nitroglycerin, and some forms of lidocaine. Antimicrobial parenteral medications that contain carbohydrates include sulfamethoxazole, trimethoprim. Many other medications have dextrose as the standard recommended diluent. The authors recommend the following three-pronged approach to avoid the risk of inadvertent exposure to carbohydrates from parenteral medications. Number one, institutional protocols to identify and manage patients. Number two, computerized provider order entry sets in the electronic medical record to provide alternatives. And number three, a multidisciplinary approach to care. The main purpose of an institutional protocol is to develop awareness and provide education to clinicians about how to care for patients on a ketogenic diet. In one study, changes made to the EMR resulted in half as many orders of medications containing carbohydrates to patients on a ketogenic diet. As part of a multidisciplinary approach to patient care, the authors recommend consultation with a clinical pharmacist, ideally one trained on the ketogenic diet or specialized in neurology, for both pre- and post-operative medication management to prevent medication errors for patients on the ketogenic diet in acute care settings. The review is available for free on ASHP's website, and the link is in the show notes, so hospital pharmacists who care for patients on a ketogenic diet can readily access the medication tables and recommendations of the authors. To access my free download area with 20 different resources to help you in your practice, go to pharmacyjoe.com slash free. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode of the Elective Rotation.